Don't miss the freedom streams where you will be impacted with powerful life-changing messages by Pastor Dennis Mato. Come on, do you know it? Just sing it with me. Denominations and problems come from these two sources, doctrines and gifts. If we are frank and honest, we will admit that the more doctrines and gifts we have, the more divisions we have in the church. Every division and denomination is built up on either a certain doctrine or a certain kind of gift. I am standing here to challenge this. My attitude is toward Christ, not toward doctrine. I don't like to talk about doctrine. We simply need to help people to believe in Jesus Christ, to personally receive him as their savior and the son of God who was incarnated as a man, died on the cross for our sins and resurrected on the third day. Then we need to help people to love this Christ, to know this Christ, to experience this Christ and to be built up as a church to experience this Christ. As long as we do that, that is wonderful, that is good enough. Let us forget everything else. Let us love Christ. Let us know Christ. Let us experience Christ. Let us enjoy Christ. Let us be built up as a church to experience and express this Christ. Freedom Experience. Experiencing Christ. Experience the mystery of the word, the redemptive power of revelation, and eternity purpose brought to light in your walk with Christ. Freedom Experience Zone Radio. Enjoying music. When the spirit of the Lord is Welcome to Freedom Streams brought to you by Freedom Express Ministry, Makindia Kampala, Uganda. These teachings express the triune God in His Word as life to impart, light to shine, grace to enjoy, and truth to realize. And now, let's listen to Pastor Dennis Matumbo. Glory to God, glory to God. We are back on the uh, Freedom Experience Streams program. Once again, this is Pastor Dennis Matovu, other from Kampala, Uganda, Freedom Experience Ministry. Yes, we love you people. We bless you. We give you the uh, we, we give God the glory for your sake. Thank you for always tuning in to listen and to learn as you enjoy music on this radio. This is Freedom Experience Radio. I know that the Lord is blessing you and I know that you are following us and you are bless- being blessed because of the teachings that the Lord has given us and uh, we are we are blessing God for this platform where we have ample time to share with you. Yes, this is the Freedom Streams program whereby we are teaching the experience of Christ and uh, we began with the episode one which uh, we finished and we want to continue from there in our episode two, in our second episode as we continue to see the vision of Jesus Christ in his scriptures. We bless the Holy Spirit for enabling us 
to see this vision and to learn of it and now we are sharing it so that we extend this vision unto everybody everywhere in Jesus mighty name once again I want to welcome you into this wonderful moment the other time we were talking about Colossians chapter 1 and we went through the entire chapter seeing this vision of Christ and we came to chapter 2 whereby we went through from verse 2 to verses 10 and we saw several things that I may not go back to uh, uh, recap them, but I, 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 I want us to continue because these are episodes and uh, we have got to go through because we have a lot to see in the books of uh, Galatians, Ephesians, and uh, uh, Colossians, and also Philippians. These four books, they are a blessing to the church. If you want to know more about Christ, then you need to make a careful study of these four books. They mean a lot to our ministry. They mean a lot to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Today I want to continue with Colossians chapter 2 verses 11 through verses 13. It says that we have been baptized. We have been baptized and buried together with Christ. Raised with him and made alive together with him. Christ also blotted out the ordinances and stripped off the rulers and the authorities. That is verse 14 and verse 15. Now when you go through verse 11 to 15, you discover there are some important other things that Christ has done for us and what we are in Christ. The Bible says that we have been baptized, buried together with Christ. This is already done. We have been also raised with him and made alive together with him. This is also in past tense. Christ also has blotted out the ordinances and he has stripped off the rulers of the, and the authorities. This is also in past tense. Hallelujah. So, stripping off may be compared to dusting off. Like the way we dust off our clothes. We, we, when the Lord Jesus was on, on, the, on the earth moving, the principalities and the evil powers, they came to him. But the Lord brought all this dirt to the cross and he shook them on the cross. Hallelujah. So through his death on the cross, he dusted them off. The Bible says in verse 16 and 17, Colossians chapter 2, Let no one therefore judge you in eating and in drinking, or in respect of a feast, or of any new moon, or of the Sabbath, which are shadows of the things to come. But the body or the reality is of Christ. Now Paul continues to teach the body of Christ, telling that let no man judge you. Let no man judge you in whatever you are doing, whether in eating or in drinking. Some people, some beliefs, they say you don't drink this, you don't eat this. You're not supposed to eat this, you're not supposed to. They believe in some seasons. They say this moon, the new moon, or what? Or they believe also in Sabbaths. These are things that are shadows. The Bible says that these things are shadows of the things to come. But the body, the reality is of Christ. That means that the shadows, where there is a shadow, there is the reality of a person, of a form. So you cannot remain with a shadow when the reality has come. Jesus has come as the reality of every scripture, every story in the Bible. Jesus is the reality of those stories. If you see in Genesis and Exodus, the entire Exodus is a shadow. And Jesus has come as the reality of the book of Exodus. The kings and the prophets and whatever they did, the kingdoms and the kings, they are all the Levites and the, the, the priests and and the, the sacrifices, all those things are shadows, but the reality or the body is of Christ. So we see 
we see that um, we are not supposed to, to stick with the uh, the shadow when the reality has come. Because Christ has come as reality unto us. Hallelujah. Because Christ is reality unto us, the apostle mentions five items that are so mentioned in the Bible. The first item is eating, drinking. Second, a feast of joy, a feast for joy, the new moon for a new beginning and the Sabbath for rest. He mentions five things that are so important in the Bible. He mentions eating because eating is for food. He mentions drinking for the drink. He mentions a feast of joy for joy. He mentions a new moon for a new beginning. And he mentions the Sabbath rest, which is for rest. So all these that you see in the Old Testament we are all shadows, but the reality, the body is of Christ. In other words, Christ Jesus came to be the reality of everything that was mentioned in food, drinking, joy, new moons, festivals, and all the Sabbaths. They were all pointing to one person, Christ Jesus. Now, when you come to verse 19, it goes on to speak of the head, the body the joints for the supply of the body and the snews for the knitting together of the members of the body. You look at that, it's so powerful. This is what Christ is. This is what Christ is doing to the body. Christ is the head. Christ is, uh, is the head to the body. It mentions the joints of the supply of the body and the snews for the knitting together of the members of the body. There is a working that is going on whenever we are in fellowship. Hallelujah. Let us read uh, and examine that verse. The verse in, in uh, Colossians chapter 2, verses, uh, I was telling you, verse 19. Because you have got to see this thing so that you begin to see the work of Christ that is doing in the church. Colossians chapter 2, verses 19. The Bible says, uh, let me read it from the King James Version. It says that, and not holding the head, from which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment ministered and knit together increases with the increase of God. So this is what is taking place whenever we fellowship. There is an increase of God. There is an increase of God whenever we come to fellowship. We are holding the head. Hallelujah. And that's, what, that's how chapter 2 of Colossians ends. We come to chapter 3 of Colossians. We are trying to see the vision of Christ. How can we experience Christ in the scriptures? How can we dig out this Christ so that we use him day by day? We are reading through the scriptures to show you that every scripture was reflecting to a person, the person of Christ. Chapter 3 of Colossians begins by saying, If therefore you have, you were raised together with Christ. Seek the things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind, set your affections on the things which are above, not on the things which are on the earth. That is Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 2. Verses 1 to 2. Now, in this book, Paul speaks of the mind several times. He mentions the mind, mind several times. In verse, we saw in chapter 1, verse 21, he said that the Colossians had been enemies in their mind. Hallelujah. So because of the evil works they did, they were enemies in their minds. In the book of Colossians 2.18, the defrauders, the vain puffed up by the mind set on the flesh. They have that mind that is set on the flesh. When you read Colossians 2.18. 
Now here in chapter 3 verse 2 he's saying that the believers should set their mind on the things which are above. They have showed us the enemies of their mind. They have showed us those that are defrauders and are vain and puffed up by their mind. They set on their eyes and their affection on flesh, but they are also showing us the believers that they should have their minds on the things which are above. Verse 3 says of Colossians chapter 3 that we have died that our life is hidden with Christ in God. Verse 4 says that when Christ our life is manifested, we also, we also will be manifested with him in glory. Now, when you look at this verse following this verse we can jump to verses 10 if you are following me Colossians chapter 3 verse 10 and 11 It says that and have put on the new man which is being renewed unto full knowledge according to the image of him who created him where there cannot be Greek and Jew circumcision and circumcision barbarian Scythians slave free man but Christ is all and Christ is in all. Now when you look at this that when Christ is in all is all and is in all these other things are useless. These other things become secondary. We see that Christ is the preeminence is everything that is in the scripture. The, the verse has told us that when we put on a new man and we are being renewed unto the full knowledge of that Christ according to the image of of him who created Christ where there can he says then there cannot be greek there is not jews there cannot be circumcision and uncircumcision barbarian scythian slave free man there cannot be but christ is all and christ is in all finally verse 15 of colossians uh, chapter 3 says and 16 says that let the peace of christ arbitrate judge in your hearts to which also you were called in one body and be thankful be thankful let the word of christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another with the psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to god that's how ephesians chapter 3 finishes now you will see the beauty you see the beauty of the scriptures when they talk about christ and the vision of Christ. So the vision of Christ in the book of Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians and Colossians it is so wide. And for we have come to see that we see the, this vision that is in the four short books. Okay? Uh, 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 in this episodes we are trying to see the vision of Christ in these four books in the books of Galatians in the book of Ephesians Philippians and Colossians when you see these books there are four but Galatians and Ephesians each has got six chapters Philippians and Colossians each has got four chapters i don't know if you have watched uh, you have uh, seen that it says galatians has got chapter 6 six chapters and ephesians has got six chapters but philippians has four chapters and also colossians has four chapters when you see that uniformity the total comes to 20 chapters if the lord gives us the grace to understand these 20 chapters in the four books hallelujah it is a surprise to see and realize that these four books relate to each other Two are of six chapters and two are of four chapters. So, 
all this time the Lord has continually opened our eyes to see more and more in this word, to see Christ in the scriptures. We cannot exhaust reading these four books. They, are, they might be short, but they carry deep meanings. They carry deep meanings concerning Christ. They are short, but they are truly deep. If we would take them out of the Bible, we could not know Christ adequately. You cannot understand Christ minus uh, in his fullness minus these four books. They are so important. Hallelujah. So the full revelation and the complete vision of Christ is in these four books. Is in these four books. I'm sorry that many Christians do not speak much about these books. They can go there for the, the weapons of our warfare in Ephesians 6, but they will not see where everything begins from in Ephesians 1. They talk about Ephesians a little, but in a very doctrinal way. They come to teach about those stuff and objective teachings, but they will not see the reality in the scriptures. So in these episodes, I want us to go slowly, little by little, so that we may see what is in these books, what is the significance, what is the intrinsic importance of these scriptures. Hallelujah. We see that the gospel is being a, being a full record of the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you see the arrangement of the books of the New Testament, uh, you see that there is the sovereignty of the Lord. That is, when they were arranging the Gospels, they began with Matthew. Matthew had to be the first book and Revelation had to be the last book. For a person to put Revelation first and Matthew the last, is like putting your head upside down, you understand? So, the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, they first give us all a full record of this, the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. A full biography of Jesus Christ on earth. If you want to know Christ Jesus, his biography and the full record of his life on earth, then read the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They, they tell us who the Lord is, and they also tell us what the Lord has done for us. If you want to discover what the Lord has done, who the Lord is, and uh, the life of Christ, the biography of Christ, then you go and read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Now, in the New Testament, when you come to the book of Acts and Romans, they are revealing the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Now, in the book of Acts and in Romans, we begin to sense that Christ is now enlarged into a body. He's no longer one person. He's now becoming a big, big universal body. So after the history of the Lord Jesus Christ in the four Gospels, we come to the book of Acts. The book of Acts is a record of the preaching of Christ to others. In the book of Acts, Christ was preached to other people. By this preaching, people were saved to, the, to become members of the body of Christ. People were saved after the evangelism, the evangelists uh, that were evangelizing Christ in those days. And when they came, they were all put into the membership of the body of Christ. So after Acts, then comes the book of Romans. When we come to the book of Romans, it tells us what the members of the body are. The book of Romans will tell us what the members of the body of Christ are. All the members of the body of Jesus Christ were originally sinners. We are originally sinners. That's why the book of Romans begins with chapter 1 and 2, showing us how wretched we were, how sinful we were. The first two and a half chapters of Romans, they tell us that we were sinful and under the condemnation of God. That was our status. But we were justified through the blood of Christ. We were reconciled. Then when we look at the book of Romans, the subsequent chapters, they tell us that we were transferred out of Adam 
and we were put into Christ. Well, as we began as sinners, something happened on us. We were transferred out of that Adam, that sinning man, that old nature, and we are now put into Christ. Now we are in Christ and we need to walk in the spirit of Christ. That's why we want to teach experiencing Christ. That's why we are ministering Christ and nothing else. In this way, we become the members of the body of Christ, the body uh, to live the, li- the body life. So our task as believers is to learn how to live the body life, the life of Christ in our bodies, in our lives as a body of Christ. Now, when we come to the episodes to the Corinthians, the book of Corinthians, it is unveiling Christ to the solution as the solution to all the problems in the church. If you want to know Christ as the solution, uh, the solution to all the problems of the church, that's the book of Corinthians. After Romans, we have these two episodes of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians. They tell us the way to solve the problems in the church, the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians speaks as a book. It speaks of the doctrine, doctrines and gifts. Hallelujah. When we come to the book of 1 Corinthians, it will talk about the doctrines and it will talk about the gifts. Now, the Corinthians, like any other theologians, they discussed many matters such as marriage, going to law courts, sacrifice to idols, sacrifices to idols, resurrection. They even urged about Paul's apostleship. Those were the problems in that book. So they were the experts in studying and discussing the teachings and doctrines. For a person, if you want to see these teachings and doctrines, First Corinthians has got them. So on the one hand, they like to talk about doctrines, but on the other hand, they also like to exercise all manner of gifts. So, if any person wants to, to, to know about doctrines and spiritual gifts, then you go to that book of 1 Corinthians. But these were the peculiar characteristics of the book of Corinthians, yet they were not Christ. You see, all their troubles and the problems that they had as Corinthians, they came from the doctrines and the gifts. They began to argue. They began to question this. They began to cause division. I am of Paul. I am of Paul. I am of Peter. I am of Apollos. Because of the doctrines and because of the gifts that each one possessed. What does this bring to our remembrance? That all these gifts and doctrines might appear to be good, but the reality is in Christ. Christ is, is all and in all. Hallelujah. So, according to the 2,000 years of history of the church, from the time Christ left this earth, even up to date, we see that all divisions, all confusions, denominations, and problems, they come from these two sources, doctrines and gifts. All divisions you see in the churches, all confusion that cause separation, and these denominations that have started, and all the problems that you see, they come from two sources, that is doctrines and gifts. If we are frank and honest, we will admit that the more doctrines and gifts we have, the more divisions we have. Every division and every condemnation, or rather denomination, uh, is built upon either a certain doctrine or a certain kind of gift. At least 
of those two, that's when a person begins another denomination. That's when the denomination begins, either concerning the doctrine, the way they teach, and what they believe in, or a certain gift, and how they operate that gift. So every division and denomination is built upon either a certain doctrine or a certain kind of gift. But I'm standing here, I'm standing here to challenge this. My attitude is toward Christ. My attitude is toward Christ, not toward doctrine. That's why we come to teach Christ. We, we see, yes, there is, we know about doctrine, we know about the gifts. They are good and one time we can come to talk about them. But we know that the attitude, our attitude is on Christ. So, I don't like to talk about doctrines or gifts. I simply need to help people to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, to personally receive him as their Savior, the Son of God, Hallelujah. Who was incarnated as a man, died on the cross for our sins, and resurrected on the third day. Then we need to help people to love this Christ, to help people so that they know this Christ. We need to help people so that they experience this Christ. We need to help people so that they are being built up as the church to express this Christ. As long as we do this, this is so wonderful. This is so good enough. So let's, let us forget everything else. Let us forget every doctrines and gifts and other stuff. Let us love Christ. Let us know Christ. Let us experience Christ. Let us enjoy Christ. Let us be built up as a church to express this Christ. This is what we call experiencing Christ. Hallelujah. So we are not here for a certain kind of doctrine. No. Some may say we are here for the doctrines of Christ. Praise the Lord. That is right. We all have to be for the doctrine of Christ. That's why he says in John chapter 8, verses 31, to the Jews that had believed in me, Jesus says that if in him, Jesus says that if you continue my doctrine, you are my disciples in need. That means that you can, okay, you can say that we are full of the doctrine of Christ. You, you, may, you might say that uh, we, have, we, are not, we have not only, uh, we, don't, we not only teach about Christ, we also teach about the body of Christ, which is the church. That is also right. When you be following our ministry, you discover that we are ministering, uh, dispensing Christ to the people and building the body of Christ, which is the church. So we are fighting for nothing other than Jesus Christ and his body, which is the church. This is the message we are preaching. This is the reason as to why you are hearing us. We cannot solve the problems in the church today by teachings and gifts. It is only solved, every problem in the church is solved by Christ. Because he's the owner of the church. He is solved by Christ, the one who was crucified. Let us read Colossians, 1 Corinthians 2.2. 1 Corinthians 2.2 We are saying that every challenge, every trouble, every problem that we see in the church can be solved in one way. That is the way of Jesus Christ. In 1 Corinthians 2.2 the Bible says For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Paul, when he came to the Corinthians, he found them with the problems of doctrines and gifts, a lot of confusion, and food sacrifice to idols, and a lot of complaints. They said, I don't want to know anything. When I came to you, I didn't want to know anything except Jesus Christ and him 
crucified. So, we are the members of Christ's body. We have been put on the cross. Hallelujah. And now we are in Christ. Christ is the answer to solve all the problems. Christ is the answer to solve all our problems. Glory to God. Glory to God for that. Hallelujah. So, at the beginning of 1 Corinthians, Paul says, Indeed, the Jews require signs. And Greeks, they are seeking wisdom. That is 1 Corinthians 1.22. Jews require signs and Greeks seek wisdom. Now, if we seek signs and miracles as born again, then we are followers. We are followers of the Jews. We are following the Jews because Jews seek for signs. And the signs are related to the gifts. Where there is a sign, that means there is a gift. And knowledge, wisdom is related to the teachings and doctrine. So, the signs are related to gifts. Knowledge and wisdom is related to the teachings and doctrine. So, if a person is seeking signs and wisdom and knowledge and what, then is seeking for signs, for gifts, and is also seeking for doctrine. And that's why there is a lot of confusion in the body of Christ. These things are good, but people are setting their entire faith and life in them and they miss out the important thing who is Jesus Christ so in Luke in verse 23 Paul continues to say that but we preach Christ crucified but whereas they are seeking gifts whereas they are seeking wisdom but for us we preach Christ we preach Christ crucified so and in the following chapter it says I did not determine to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and this one crucified. That is chapter 2 verse 2. So, then we see that in the following book of 2 Corinthians, we see that Apostle Paul is telling us about his own experiences, what he went through with Christ. He experienced Christ under many, under any kind of circumstance. When you come to 2 Corinthians, Paul is teaching us what it means to experience Christ. In whatever circumstance he went through, he experienced Christ. So, we want to bless God for this wonderful vision. The wonderful vision that we have seen in these books. The vision of Christ. How to experience this Christ is so important. Glory to God for that. So, these four short books, they are providing us with the full vision of Christ. After these two episodes to the Corinthians, we will come back and see and go into details of this book, these books of Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. Now, these four books reveal Christ in a full way. After the two Corinthians, the first and second Corinthians, we need these four books to give us a full revelation, a full vision of the very Christ who is the answer to all the problems in the church life. These books tell us that first, they tell us who Christ is. Second, they tell us who is, how is that Christ, how how this general and objective Christ must be very individual, subjective, and personal to us. You see, when you come to these four books, first of all, they teach you who Christ is. Secondly, They will tell you how this general Christ, this objective Christ, must be very individual, subjective, personal for your experience. 
That is how Christ has to be worked into us to be the inward indwelling Christ. To be the Christ within, not the Christ in heaven. Number three, these books, they tell us the secret of experiencing and partaking of Christ. If you want to experience or partake Christ, these four books are important. Then we see the fourth reason. They tell us what is the result. What is the issue of the experience of Christ? What do you gain when you experience this Christ? Once again, I want us to come back. If we, we are still continuing these episodes, this is episode two, and we are coming back with other episodes. May the Lord bless you. This is Pastor Dennis Matov. Enjoy freedom experience on this radio. God bless you. There is freedom. For more information, or get more of these messages, or donate to our ministry, contact us on our Facebook page, Freedom Experience Ministry, or visit our website on www.freedomexperiencezone.com. Or you can call us directly on class 256 Thank you.